Hey everyone, welcome back, episode 23, and I wanted to start this one off with uh, a nice little story, um, it's very pertinent, um, it's a good word, I go to Dunkin', as we know, if you're, a, if you're a listener here, you know, every Friday, I get out of work, and I go to Dunkin' Donuts, now when I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I like to get some sweet treats, I like to get a uh, little, you know, breakfast sandwich. I like to get some fuel because I'm going to come home and I'm going to talk into a microphone for about an hour and I need to, I need to be awake. I worked all night, you know, I've been working, been doing my thing. So, um, need to refuel, need to charge up, if you will. Need to, you know, as they say, America runs on Duncan. This podcast usually runs on Duncan. It's not a sponsorship, but fuck what I love to have a Duncan sponsorship, bro. That would be fucking... That'd be lit, bro. Some of my favorite, uh, I don't know, is it a company? Is it a, is it a brand? Barstool? Barstool gets a lot of, a lot of Dunkin', you know, advertising. They're from Boston, though. I think, I don't know if Dunkin's from Boston, but I know fucking people in Boston love Dunkin' Donuts. Anyway, I'm getting off on a rant. But it's still on topic, because this story took place at a Dunkin' Donuts. Now, if you listen to this podcast, and you have me on Snapchat... You already know where this is going because it was, it was like, if we're going to go like for the past three years of my life, this is like top 10 things I've seen, uh, you know, in my reality, so to speak. I got to see a Karen in its natural habitat. Maybe it was a Darren. It was a male, but either way, it was like the, the soul, you know, the, the soul, the spirit animal. It was a Karen for sure. So when I leave my job, there is a Dunkin' Donuts adjacent to one of the exits. It's right across the street. Now, this Dunkin' Donuts does not have the most ergonomic uh, parking lot. The drive-thru is small. The parking lot sucks. But the drive-thru, man, it's ass. Like, it's not their fault. It's just a really small location. It's right off of this residential road. And then one of the exits goes onto like a two-lane main road, right? So try to picture that in your brain if, if you can. So basically, I don't like to go through the drive-thru. I'm not a drive-thru kind of guy. I'm really not. Like even if I go, even if I go get some food somewhere, rather than sit in the drive-thru and then sit in my car, I'll just park and then go inside, get my food, and then go sit in my car. Usually because I order it plain. Uh, So I need to make sure they didn't throw like, you know, some vegetables or some sauces, you know, I got to make sure it's how I ordered. So setting up the world building of this Karen interaction, I go and I go park in my normal spot. I get out smoking a little bit of CBD, you know, nothing illegal, just in the parking lot smoking some CBD. Um, And then I go up to the window or not the window, the door rather. And the door's locked, right? Now they're open. Business is booming. There are cars coming and going, but the door's locked. I'm like, eh, you know what? Things happen. Maybe they're short-staffed. They don't want to open up. Maybe, you know, maybe they just don't want people inside today. Who knows? Like, whatever is going on here, right? So, I have to make a decision. I'm at a crossroads in my life. Do I go through the drive-thru or do I go home without my sweet treat because it wasn't Friday so I don't get a breakfast sandwich I just wanted a donut actually I wanted a coffee roll it's almost like a honey bun but um a little different anyways I decide I'm gonna finish my CBD joint 
and uh, then I'm gonna go home. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, no part of me that wants to sit in that drive-through. And this donut's not that important to me. And it's not like I drove out of my way to get here. It's right across the street. Whatever. I'm going home, right? At the same time as this happens, this car pulls in, right? And there's this old man, and he gets out. Now I'm mind my own business, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I could have warned him, but I didn't. I didn't feel like it. I was just like, whatever. He'll figure it out, and uh, and then you know he'll either go through the drive-through or he'll you know he'll leave. No, not what happens. So this man, this man looked like Stephen King, and Bill Gates had a baby, <laughs> and that baby was born uh, extremely old and like uh, upset. So he goes up to the door, and he realizes it's locked. So he keeps knocking. He's doing the knock on the glass. You know, he's trying to get attention. He's waving at him. He's pointing at the door. He's doing all these. Like, I'm pantomiming right now trying to recreate it. Those of you who saw the Snapchat, you're blessed. Um, But anyways, then he starts banging on the glass. And then he starts slapping the glass like he's at a fucking NHL game. And there's, you know, two dudes fighting next to the glass. You know, he's pounding on it like this is the fucking Stanley Cup, you know. He's fucking... Like, I can hear it across the parking lot, and I'm a fair bit away from the door. I park far away. I'm one of those people. I don't park close. I'd rather walk, because I don't want people near my car, you know? Get dinged, scratch, whatever, right? I don't mind a nice walk. I'm a little overweight. I need uh, I need to burn some calories, especially if I'm about to eat, you know, a sweet treat from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so then I see what I presume is the manager. You know, somebody, uh, you could tell the, the workers inside are like, uh, you know, they're doing that thing where they're like, hey, this guy's banging on the glass. Like, you know, I got 18 coffees I'm making. Can can somebody handle that? So what I assume is the manager goes up to the door. And what happened next was just, it was like something out of GTA or something, you know. I didn't know this shit happened in real life, you know. Like I said, I, I'd never seen some shit like this before. Uh, I thought like, I thought this was a, I thought all Karens were like some grand conspiracy. Like I've heard about them. I've seen the videos. I didn't believe it. I've never seen it. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if that, I thought they might be all fake. Every Karen video is fake. It's like the, you know, the prank days of YouTube, like Sam Pepper and uh, that fucking, I don't know, Roman Atwood or whatever. All those fucking weirdos. FouseyTube, you know, I thought these were all a bunch of FouseyTubers out there. You know, I thought it was all fake. It's not. It's real. It's a real, it's a real epidemic inside of a pandemic or on the tail end of a pandemic. Anyways, she opens the door and what I assume her first words were, were, Hey, stop fucking banging on the glass. You fucking weirdo, you know, knock that shit out. That's weird. You're a grown ass man. This dude's like 70, 68. He's up there, you know? And, uh, man, this dude assumed a stance and he put his foot right in front of the door and then stood so they couldn't close the door. He's like, no, you need to let me inside. She's like, no, nah, man, we're not letting nobody inside today, but you can go through the drive-thru. He's like, no, 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 you're open. I need to go inside. They're like, you're not coming inside, man. So then he has this argument. And he's telling her, I just need that thing right there. I just want that one thing. And they're like, that's great. We'll give it to you through the drive-thru. Just drive around. We'll give it to you uh, through the window. No problem. No. This man, this man has, he has partaken, he has been a victim of an injustice. He has been robbed his patron rights to go inside of this Dunkin' Donuts and purchase a product. You know, that it 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 baffled me that this grown man couldn't just do what I did 
and just go on your way or go through the drive-thru. I feel you, man. I don't like drive-thrus neither. I'm not a drive-thru guy, you know? But they call the cops, I assume, you know? And somebody else comes up for a backup. And at this point, now I'm in, like, good Samaritan mode, you know? I'm like, fuck, am I going to have to go fucking... Am I going to go have to hip-toss this old man if he tries to, like, smack this lady? Because she's a real nice lady. I know her. She gives me a sandwich every Friday. She's a nice lady. And I was like, man, is he going to freak out? Is he going to try to push her? Is he going to try to barge his way in there, you know? Am I going to have to fucking break out my jujitsu, my jujitsu moves that I learned from UFC games and watching a lot of MMA, you know? Am I going to have to fucking hoist Gracie this motherfucker, you know? Am I going to have to hip-toss him, you know, hold him down till the police come? That's not what happens. Um, and this is a big problem I had, is that after this Karen, this Darren, whatever you want to call him, after this man had, uh, made a giant fuss and argued and then assumed, like, man, this stance he had was just like, I'm not moving, I'm a tree and I'm planted, um, and you guys can go around me, type deal, and, uh, man, after that, he just did this walk of shame back to his car, and like I said, I put him on the snap, I filmed him for a little bit, and uh, I started laughing, as you do when you see something like that, because it's just, it was mind-blowing to me. So I'm laughing, and he sees me laughing at him, right? Now, had this been like a different dude, is this like a real Florida man who might have a gat in his car? I don't laugh at him. I just kind of, I just probably look away or something, right? Uh, but nah, this dude was a clown. He's a bozo, so I had to laugh at him. So he backs up, and I can see it. I can see it coming. He's he's getting ready to roll down his window. He's pulling up. Before he can even speak, as he rolls down his window, I go, hey, what, what, what do you got to say to me? You know, what do you have to say to me, guy who was banging on a business's window because you're 65 and you don't want to go through a drive-thru? He goes, are you also waiting for them to open? I was like, not really. I was kind of just hanging out, making sure you didn't do anything stupid. I was like, what's going on, buddy? Like, why'd you do that? I was like, that's that's not cool, man. He goes, they need to let me in. They're a business and they're open. I was like, they don't have to do anything. They Like, this is what you're missing. They're a private business and they can do pretty much whatever they want because of that. They could tell you no blue shirts and we're not serving you because you got a blue shirt on today. All right, buddy? You know, they don't have to do shit, bro. He keeps making the argument. No, they they have to serve me. They need to serve me. It's it's a, it's a right. I'm like, no, it's not. But I was like, hey, man, you could have went through the drive-thru, man. Like, you could have got your frappuccino, cappuccino, and you could have got a donut, and you could have been on your way. Maybe you wanted a muffin, you know? Maybe you're like me, and you wanted a nice breakfast sandwich, even though it's not Friday. And you could have been on your way by now, buddy. I was like, but you didn't. I was like, you're a clown, bro. You're a clown. You're funny. You're funny. And um, then he kind of just waved me off and went on his way. And like I said, this blew my mind because, man, I didn't, I wanted to, I wanted to do the same thing as him, right? But we both took like drastically different, you know, plans of attack after that. My plan of attack was to finish my CBD joint and go home. His plan of attack was bang on the windows like, uh, you know the Stanley Cup is going on, and you want to see some teeth get knocked out, you know? And yeah, it blew my mind. But I went in there today, and I made a joke, you know? I made a, it was like an old man joke, like a dad joke. Kind of more old man than dad, like old man. But I opened up the door, and then I saw the lady that had dealt with the man, nice lady. 
And I go, I'm glad you, I'm glad your door was open. I was about to stand out there and bang on it. And she just gives me this look and she, she genuinely laughed. It wasn't a fake laugh, or at least I told myself it wasn't a fake laugh. And, uh, and yeah, you know, uh, it's crazy. I felt bad for him. And like I said, it was, it was crazy. Man. I, ne- I never thought I'd see some shit like that. You know, I've seen people like be a little rude or just a little extra, but man, I've never seen a whole, like, I'm a freak out. I'm going to cause all these workers uh, extra hassle. I'm going to make them call the cops. I'm going to block the doorway. And then this is my biggest problem with this guy. He left before the cops even showed up. And that bothers me because it's like you just you just made this giant commotion, right? You just caused, uh, you know, you, you caused a few people to be a little bit late. You know, uh, they didn't get their Dunkin' on time. Other people in that... And that restaurant had to step away from what they're doing to come deal with your fucking old ass when your fucking sketchers on, you know, blocking doors and whatnot. And then you didn't even have enough conviction, right? You didn't even have enough follow through to argue with the police and be like, no, this is an injustice. They need to do this. They need to do that. all the things you said to me. You could have said to the police, but you didn't. You fucking got in your car. You did the walk of shame and then you drove away like a bozo and you're fucking impala or whatever some piece of shit car and uh yeah man it blew my mind i couldn't i couldn't fathom being that guy you know but yeah so there you go i saw a karen out in its natural habitat and um it really was like david attenborough was in my head it's like look at this look at this creature look at this fucking look at this absolute specimen just doing what they do you know but yeah Um, while I'm thinking about things that happened last week, um, I know Petaluma made the cut last week as a mystery download. Uh, we have another mystery download. Now this one is outside of, uh, Concord. Yeah, sorry, just making sure I zoomed in as far as I could somewhere outside of Concord, California, a little, a little ways away from Petaluma outside of Stockton, shout out 209. Fucking love that. I grew up in Sac, so I love North Cal. Everybody from North Cal, you're you're dope. Thanks for listening. And then uh, somebody in Washington. I don't know if I've done this one in Washington before, but somebody. Sorry, I'm trying to trying to scroll up to it. Somebody outside of Olympia, Washington, uh, is listening to the podcast as well as the person in Petaluma and um, Concord. Uh, Vegas made the cut last week, Arizona, somebody outside of Prescott. I think that's an old one. Either way, there's some new people in the mystery downloads. Dallas is turning into a hot spot. Then you got, uh, you know, somewhere out of Wichita, Kansas city, uh, Washington DC area is turning into a hot spot. Ooh, Atlanta. That's a new one. Somebody in Atlanta is listening or so it says that's dope. And, uh, then we got somebody in Connecticut as well. Yeah, where are you at? Hartford, Connecticut. Shout out to you. I think you're new here, so shout out. And uh, I think those are the new players in the mystery downloads. Sorry if that audio sounds weird. I was breaking my neck to look at these um, these new players in the mystery downloads. The Moscow one kind of scares me still, uh, especially with everything going on over there. If you're listening to Moscow, please don't attack me or, you know, hack me, anything like that. Hope you're just a fan. But yeah, if you guys are new here, if you're one of those mystery downloaders and you listen to this episode and you go, hmm, that guy shouted out 
where I live. That's kind of creepy. Well, don't blame me. Blame my RSS feed analytics that show me where my listeners are from. But if you're new here, um, this is a recurring bit to where if we get, um, you know, new people who I've never been to any of those places. I mean, I've been to like Oakland and San Francisco, I think, but, uh, never been to Petaluma or Olympia or not Olympia Concord. Um, but yeah, I love NorCal. Um, I've never been to Connecticut either. So if any of you people are out there listening and you go, wow, I've never listened to a podcast and they shout out where I'm from, you know, they always just talk about where they're from. Well, on this show, we do a little different and I'd love to hear from one of you and figure out how you found this podcast and, and how you listen to it. Cause I don't know you and I've never been there, but that's dope that you found it and that you listened at least once, maybe, maybe more, hopefully more. Um, but get in touch with us just last week, podcast at gmail.com. This is a recurring bit that I try to do anytime I see, um, you know, anytime I see new, uh, new, uh, contenders, I guess. I think that's what we call them throwing their hat in the ring. The first one of you to reach out, you're going to be my favorite fan. Um, cause nobody's done it yet. And I think it'd be super dope to hear, oh, excuse me, to hear from you. Just lagged out there in my brain. Uh, yeah, just last week podcast at gmail.com. Don't worry. I'll say it again at the end of the episode in case you didn't hear it those two times. Now, keeping along with the stories, uh, this week's going to be somewhat of a, a, a story, 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 story ended. That was stupid. I tried to combine two words like that's funny. Uh, this is going to be like an anecdote episode for some uh, reason. Uh, I have some topics I'm going to get to, but this one I wanted to talk about. Now on this show, if you listen, uh, usually I talk about weirdos and like crackheads uh, that come into my store late at night that hassle me, that steal things, that loiter outside and act suspicious and, you know, tell me I harass them. All kinds of shit, right? Normally, these anecdotes, these stories, um, they're not very uplifting. You know, most of the time I'm wondering who's the asshole here. Um, fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. You know, um, I hate crackheads, weirdos, lottery people, old people, not nice people. You know, never inspiring people. You know, never, you know, never one of those people that you go, wow, where did that guy come from? Where was that guy at? Well, I met a guy. Um, I'm not going to say his name because, you know, let's say he listens to this and he goes, why did you say my name? I didn't approve of that. So I'm not going to say his name, um, but I exchanged some in- info with him. This guy comes in, asks if we sell car chargers. Now, I don't know if he means the thing that goes in the cigarette lighter. Why do they even call it that anymore? What's that called now? Because there's no more little things to light your cigarette with. That thing's like gone. They don't even make those, but everybody calls it a cigarette lighter. It's still one of those things that we haven't gotten... We haven't got a new word for it. hasn't caught on yet. But anyways, he goes, uh, he asked me for the, the, you know, the pluggy thing to go to your cigarette lighter. You charge your phone. I go, yeah, man, I think we got one right here. I was like, well, you're in luck, man. This is the last one in stock. You get it if you want it. He's like, how much is it? I'm like, it's $5.99. It's a steal, bro. It's great. It's high quality. It's brand new. I'll give you a receipt just in case it doesn't work. He likes that. He laughs at that. So he buys it. Then he turns around as he's walking out the door. You know, and he goes, hey, man, what is it you're passionate about? And I was like, whoa, I wasn't prepared for, you know, I wasn't prepared for this kind of question. I was like, man, I got to collect myself. You know, I paused the podcast I was listening to, or YouTube video, whatever I was listening to, probably some anime debate. Um, 
And I look at him, I'm like, man, that's a good question, but I don't know, probably something creative, you know, I never like to, I never like to box myself in, but I, with the broad term, I like, you know, something, uh, he's like, what would you like to do, you know, what's, what's your dreams, you know, I was like, well, I'd like to do something creative, you know, um, I've made a bit of music, I just got a notification from my computer, um, that scared the shit out of me, it was so loud in my headphones, Jesus, it was a jump scare, anyways, Tell him, you know, something creative, you know, I've made a little bit of music in my day, you know, I do a little podcasting, semi-pro, and, uh, yeah, you know, something creative, maybe something with audio or something with, uh, storytelling, you know, world building, you know, something like that, I collect comics, I like art, I like stories, I wanted to be a writer growing up, something like that, you know, so he tells me, you know what, man, you're young. He goes, I hope you don't mind me asking, you got kids? I was like, I know, no kids, you know, I'm still a kid myself, 24. Um, and he tells me, you know what, take this money you make from this job, obviously pay your bills, save some of it, but you know what, invest it, invest it into your dreams, into your passions, you know? This guy was like real, and he was real like nice about it, like he was real genuine, you know? Most people like probably be like, this guy's a weirdo. I didn't get that vibe. I can run into a lot of weirdos there. This guy wasn't in the weirdo category. Um, unexpected category, yes, weirdo, no, um, so he keeps talking to me, right, he keeps talking to me, and we're talking, and we're talking, and then, um, we exchange some info, tell him I used to make some music, I make some beats on GarageBand, you know, I do a little audacity, he tells me, you know, he pirates software, Fruity Loops, FL Studios, Pro Tools, I'm like, hey man, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm pretty sure everybody who makes music these days steals those programs, um, yeah, this is 2022, you know? Nobody's paying for that shit anymore. So we talked. And this guy really inspired me, you know? And I gave him my info. He gave me his info. I showed him my old SoundCloud page where I make music. Um, didn't tell him about the pod. Because uh, the podcast is like, this is still special to me. I like that it's a, it's a select group of people that listen to this. Um, you know, there's people that tune in each week. Some people hit me up and give me suggestions and feedback, and I really appreciate that. And I'm still working on a full setup. I'm still learning how to do maybe some video editing in the future. So, you know, the pod's still up and coming. It's like a little secret. This is my passion project. You know, I keep this one, you know, I play this one close to the vest. The music, however, eh, I'll rap for anybody. I'll throw up my SoundCloud if you need it, if you want it on the Ox, you know, whatever, right? That's nothing. I've been rapping since I was like nine years old, bro. I'll spit a verse. No problem, you know, I'll jump in a cypher, if they even do those anymore, I'll freestyle in your car, you know, whatever, right? But man, he really inspired me. And then, this is why this story is so, like, uh, nice and refreshing, is that after talking to him, I was, like, looking at my garage band, and I was like, man, you know, I used to make a lot of beats, man, I got, like, bro, I probably got, like, 30-something beats, and some of them are trash, some of them I kept just to see how much I progressed, like, as far as, like, music theory that I taught myself of how to build a song and, you know, background music and tempo and, uh, you know, effects I've put and using different samples. So I have like, um, probably 30, 40 beats in my garage band folder on my phone saved to my iCloud. And I listen to them periodically. And then while I'm at work, don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody I did this. Cause I don't know if it's allowed, you know, ASMR Dave is telling you. Don't tell anybody about this, all right? Keep this on the DL, you know? But anyways, I sat down, opened up GarageBand, 
and I made a beat. I made a disgusting fucking slapperoni of a beat in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes while I was at my job. And man, did that get me thinking how much I fucking procrastinate and how much I really do put like my passions and my interests on the shelf. Um, just because either, you know, I don't have the confidence or, you know, I don't want to push myself or maybe it's a bit of, you know, insecurity and self-consciousness. Um, but it really got me thinking of like, man, I could, I slept this and it wasn't, I'm telling you, this beat's kind of nice. Like it's just the bones, you know, if we're talking like Susuno's from, from Naruto, this is just like, you know, the basic Susuno, you know, it's not a full, it's not, it's not Madara's, it's not perfect. Uh, but you know, it's a Susuno, you know, it scared the shit out of somebody if you pulled it out with your Mangekio Sharingan. Um, unlike one person might get those references I just laid out. And if you do, fuck yeah, fucking Naruto gang for life, son. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and man, this beat had a vibe to it. I, I created it. It's like three minutes long, so it's a decent song. And it was a whole vibe. And I was like, damn, we did this in 20 minutes while we're just kind of fucking around at work. Imagine what we could do if we did this for like an hour a day, you know, a full hour a day. And yeah, just, you know, shout out to that guy because he kind of reinvigorated my spirit and my soul and my creative juices were flowing and I was, you know, rapping and I had my headphones in. I felt good. And then that got me to go back and listen to my own SoundCloud. Call that conceited if you want. But, you know, uh, there's a for any of you who know Childish Gambino is. I found Childish Gambino when I was like 12, 13 years old, maybe. And uh, I was like really ahead of the curve with a lot of like a lot of artists that are like super popular or well known now. I knew those people. This is like where Hipster Dave comes out. I swear to God, I knew those people before they were cool, before they were big. I used to buy double XL magazines. Um, it's a hip hop magazine. If you don't know, kind of like the source, um, different uh the source was like more, not commercial, but it was, uh, they're both commercial technically. The source was just different. XXL though, um, they had like the freshman ciphers that would come out every year. Um, and a lot of those people like went on to be, you know, huge artists. But then in XXL, they would always have just these like one page spreads of like new up and coming artists. I found Logic, Childish Gambino, MGK, g Easy, um there's a lot of them that people don't know, but like Sci High to Prince, OJ to Juice Man, uh, Danny Brown. Um, man, there's just too many for me to go over, but a lot of artists I found back in the day because I would beg my mom to buy these rap magazines when I would go to Walmart. Um, and I was thinking back to uh, before Childish Gambino was big, he was also Donald Glover as an actor. Now, he was on Community, but a lot of people don't know, Donald Glover wrote for 30 Rock when he was like 25 years old, which was like a huge sitcom, and uh, you know, then he got acting jobs, but he also did stand-up. Like, Childish Gambino is a fucking creative genius. Like, Childish Gambino is like the closest thing to Kanye we have after Kanye, and Childish Gambino is like way less crazy. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand how talented that dude is. Um, but there is this, when Camp, the EP came out, or I guess that's an album. It's like his first album. It's called Camp. Great album. If you never listened to it, uh, Bonfire, um, LES, uh, Heartbeat, 
so many good songs on there. Outside. But yeah, a lot of good songs on there. Uh, Childish Gambino's first album. But when that was coming out, he did a comedy special on Comedy Central. Um, back when they would do like these 30-minute specials instead of like an hour. Uh, sorry, I had to drink some more of that gasoline. Shout out to Coke with Coffee. Delicious product. Pick one up at your local supermarket. <laughs> but um, he had this bit where he was talking about how... Uh, and I do this too, probably because I heard this at a young age and I was just super impressionable, but now it's like something I do all the time. If I make a song or a beat, I try to listen to it in the car. Like, of course you put headphones on to make sure it sounds good in headphones, but you also want to make sure it sounds good in the car. Plus with the car, it's like the closest thing you can get to like studio monitors. If you don't have them, you crank that shit with the bass and treble and you can hear like a, you can really feel the vibes, you know, he was talking about in this bit, how he was riding around and he had his. He had like the mixes on, like, you know, before you put out the album, you got like the demos and you got like the, the mixes and you have the masters. So you had like the mixes on and he's like, somebody's in my car and they're like, you know, who, who is this? Is this, is, is this you? He's like, yeah, you know, it is me. I'll make a little music, you know, they're like, you listen to your own music? And he's like, well, yeah, you know, I wanted to see how it sounded, you know, and I do appreciate it. He's like making music. Is the only thing you do, like, this is one of the only, you know, things you can't do because uh, you can't enjoy your own product, you know? Nobody, like, if you're, like, if Gordon Ramsay makes, like, a fucking uh, beef Wellington, right, and he fucking eats it, nobody bursts into his fucking kitchen. They go, hum, getting a little conceited now, aren't we? You're eating your own food, you know? But if you make music and you listen to your own shit, hmm, you're full of yourself. It's like, no, nah, man, I just want to see how this shit sound in my car, you know? And that's how I felt, man. So, I was listening to that shit, and yeah, man. So, shout out to that guy. Um, I got super sidetracked, so I don't remember what the full point was. But the full point was, oh, yeah, I was listening to my own SoundCloud. And, uh, man, I was kind of impressed with some shit I made like four years ago. Where I was like, damn, I forgot I even wrote this verse. I forgot about that line. I forgot about that simile or that metaphor. I forgot about this flow, that flow. Um, and I got kind of inspired by myself. Um, which is kind of cool because normally I'm a bit self-loathing or, you know, what's the other word for it? Self-deprecating for sure. And I procrastinate a lot. And, uh, one of the things, love him or hate him, that I love about Kanye is Kanye always says, if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of yourself because I'm all about self-improvement. So when you listen to me and you feel good, it's because you're thinking about yourself. And that's why I love Kanye. Kanye has always inspired me. I don't care what anyone has to say about him. I don't always condone or, you know, approve of the things he does, but nobody can take Kanye's influence away from me. Um, so, yeah, another, you know, just to throw that out there. But, yeah, halfway through the pod and uh, covered two pretty good stories, you know. One was good and one was better. I'll let you decide which one's which. And, uh, yeah. Now, I have this uh, it's a little little sheet of paper right here with some other topics. First one I want to go over, gas prices. Listen, if you're not like in-depth or adept, adept, whatever, if you don't fucking know about oil markets nationally, countrywide, continental interactions between countries and oil, listen, if you don't know everything there is to know about the oil markets, shut the fuck up about gas prices, all right, 
Um, I want to bite this a little bit. My buddy uh, Brett, we were talking about this. I'm just going to go over it real quick because, you know, there's a special announcement at the end, but whatever. We were talking about it, and he made a post, and I really agree with it, where he said, a lot of you people spend money on bullshit, and you go out all the time, but then you fucking complain about gas prices because, oh, my money. Listen, you either, here's your options, right? And I can't believe I have to say this to people, because um, I'm only 24, right? I'm not a wise old man. You either pay for the gas, you either pay for the gas, or you don't don't drive. There you go. Boom. Gas prices solved. Alright, was that enough time for that to sink in? Let's go over it one more time, just in case. You either pay for the gas, or you don't drive, okay? Yelling about it on Facebook and being mad and posting Joe Biden stickers like, oh, I did that on the fucking gas pumps isn't going to do a fucking thing, okay? So you either pay for the gas or you don't drive. You don't like that. Guess what? People in other countries don't even fucking have cars, okay? I think people in America forget how fucking good we are or, well, not good we are, but how well off we are, right? I spend... I'm not going to disclose I'm not going to disclose the amount cuz it's too much. I spend more money than I should on comic books like every fucking week, right? Every week. And I still have to pay for gas, right? That's a thing I choose to do. You know what other people are doing right now? They're hiding in bunkers, eating fucking rations. Maternity hospitals are being bombed and you're mad you got to pay a little bit more for gas. So you can go to fucking Chick-fil-A. Get a fucking sandwich, you know? Get the fuck out of here, alright? So gas prices, knock it off. There you go, I'm gonna talk to you like your fucking, <laughs> like your grandpa, or your really old uncle. Hey, hey, knock it off. Fucking knock it off, alright? Cut that shit out, alright? Fucking goddamn. The next person to come into my gas station and make a joke about the gas prices, I might fucking erupt. My head just might fucking... It might just fucking incinerate. I might turn into the Ghost Rider, you know? I might just fucking Nick Cage out and start fucking screaming as my skin burns off. And then flames pop out of my fucking skull. God damn, I hate people that make jokes like that. Even though I do that shit sometimes. But I do it like ironically to make fun of people who do it. But yeah, stop complaining about gas prices. Or stop driving. Don't go out anywhere. Fucking get a get a fucking, you know, Uber Eats, you know, Postmates that shit. Get a pizza delivered, you know. Better yet, buy a fucking DiGiorno, you know. That way you're not wasting the delivery guy's gas. How about that? You don't think about that shit, do you? But for real, like, knock it off, you know, knock it off. Everybody's talking about some shit like they know everything about gas. You don't know shit about gas. You don't know shit about the oil. You don't know nothing. All right, you know about Twitter. And, uh, speaking of Twitter, anyone that was defending Kim Kardashian, like, two weeks ago, you're a fucking moron. I'm not saying Kanye didn't do anything fucked up, but, like, you all look so stupid. That's another thing I didn't write down, but I wanted to talk about. So there was some drama between Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Who cares? Um, if you care about celebrities' day-to-day lives, you fucking don't have one. I'm just say it. If you care about billionaires' lives and their intricacies of their social lives, you're a fucking loser, okay? 
you are a grade A USDA choice loser. All right? But all you people riding so hard for her. So hard for her. She thinks you're poor because you don't work. So just get up and fucking work. Get up and fucking work. That's what that's what her response was. Especially if you're a woman. If you're a woman and you're not a millionaire, get up and fucking work. That's what Kim Kardashian thinks of you. She go, well, Kim Kardashian, I work in a fucking hospital. I work 80 hours a week. You know, I got two kids to raise. Well, get up and fucking work. And then you'll have a million dollars. A billion dollars from a sex tape. And, you know, your family and your mom was a really successful lawyer. And then your dad turned into a second mom. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying a lot of their shit is all publicity based. And they were born into wealth, whether you want to believe it or not. And they're not self-made no matter what they say. And you people fucking support them. And then they turn around and they go, oh yeah, you're poor? Probably because you don't fucking work hard. Like me, I work hard as shit on Twitter. And just having people film me all day. I don't do shit. I don't really create anything. I just fucking talk and tweet. But get up and fucking work. That might be the quote of the year for me. Get up and fucking work. Let me get that tattooed across my chest. Get up and fucking work. Kim K. You know? In like comic sans. <laughs> Not cursive. Comic sans. Get up and fucking work. But yeah. I had to throw that out there. You all look fucking stupid. You look foolish. You look like that guy leaving the fucking Dunkin Donuts. Walk of shame. Get back to your car without a sweet treat. <laughs> But yeah, had to throw that out there. Because as much as people want to shit on Kanye, I'm like, that's the latter. That's the person you're defending. Someone who thinks people are poor because they work 40 hours a week and they have no time to fucking follow their passions. You know, just go get it. Just go, you know. All these people that hate on, like, fucking, you know, what is it, conservatives or, you know, boomers. They're like, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's what Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian just went, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And people are like, oh my god, so inspirational. <laughs> Fucking losers. Fucking losers. Um, in other news, if you watch a lot of podcasts like I do, if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you might know who Brendan Schaub is. Now, excuse me, if you don't know who Brendan Schaub is, you're lucky. You're one of the lucky few. I used to like Brendan Schaub, you know? When I first started watching Joe Rogan, Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen would come in all the time. I'm not going to lie. I even used to listen to The Fighter and the Kid, which is Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen. Now, most of the time, it was for the other guests like Chris D'Elia, Bobby Lee, Theo Vaughn, Will Sasso, uh, Nick Swartzen. You know, a lot of funny comedians, you know. If you don't know who any of those people are, look them up. They're pretty good. Uh, but Brian Callen is an interesting dude. I think he's real funny. Uh, and then obviously Joe Rogan, the goat, and then Brendan Schaub. Now, if you don't know about Brendan Schaub, let me give you the, uh, the, the cliff notes, the spark notes, right? Brendan Schaub was a UFC fighter back in the early 2000s. He was on the show, um, fuck, what's that called? The Ultimate Fighter. Now, The Ultimate Fighter was like, imagine Jersey Shore with no clubbing. They all have to stay in the house. It's like Big Brother with just dudes and then they fucking fight. But when they're not fighting, they're just getting drunk in a house and screaming at each other, right? So Brendan Schaub was on that show. He made it all the way to the finals. And then he got knocked out by Roy Nelson. 
If you don't know who Roy Nelson is, you might know him as Big Country. He is a big, fat, white dude with a rat tail that is a black belt in jiu-jitsu that would just fucking, sorry, jiu-jitsu, and he would just fucking lay on fools. He'd put that big belly over your fucking chest, and he would put you in a crucifix and just, bow elbow your fucking forehead. Now, he didn't do that to Brendan Schaub. No, 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 no. He knocked him the fuck out in, like, half a round on national television. Brendan Schaub went on to be like a, a journeyman heavyweight, somewhat successful. He had some talent. Um, there is an infamous like 10, 20 minute clip of Joe Rogan basically convincing him to retire because he is not at the caliber to compete with the monsters that were in the UFC at the time. Like um, you had Josh Barnett, you had, uh, man, you had so many, you had Fabricio, you had Cain Velasquez, you had, um, Brock Lesnar, you had, uh, fuck, who's the Samoan guy, the Super Samoan, Mark Hunt, um, yeah, so many good heavyweights back in the day, he's like, you're, basically just told him, you suck, you can't compete with them, Travis Brown, that was another one, Travis Brown beat the shit out of Brendan Schaub, um, but yeah, uh, so somewhat not successful, uh, UFC fighter, somewhat journeyman, but he made a decent amount of money, did pretty well, uh, I think, you know, uh, I think he knocked out Andre Arlovsky, which is a huge feat, if we, you know, we're power scaling, Andre Arlovsky was, Arlovsky, was a fucking beast, uh, you know, I don't know if he was Russian or whatever, but, you know, scary motherfucker, and then you got Brendan Schaub, and Joe Rogan basically, like, roasted him on a podcast that millions of people have seen, it's fucking hilarious, but it's also, um, like, that's something I would want my friend to do to me. Maybe not, like, on a publicly, you know, a public forum that million people are going to watch. But uh, I would want my friends to check me like that and tell me, like, hey, man, uh, I think you're fucking up. And I think I don't want to watch you get beat up. I don't want to watch you get murdered inside of a ring when, you know, you have these podcasts uh, and other things you'll be making money from. So to sum this up, Brendan Schaub started a podcast with Brian Callen, The Fighter and the Kid, that went on for a long time. Now Brendan Schaub has like 17 podcasts. Like, I'll give him that. He is a he is a uh, quantity over quality kind of guy. Uh, a few of his podcasts suck. And a few of his podcasts are pretty good. Because the other host is really entertaining. And then a few more of his podcasts are really good. Because they get really good recurring guests. And then the rest of them fucking blow because it's just Brendan. Then he has his own fucking media little circuit. Thick Boy Media or some shit. Super fucking cringy from a 40-year-old man using Thick Boy. Um, anyways. So, the reason this is important. Fair use is always something that I think is like... I love commentary YouTube channels like Cody Ko, Noel Miller, uh, Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, uh, you know... A lot of them. I watch a shit ton, like too many. Leon Lush, uh, Philion, so many YouTube channels. I go on forever. But I love commentary YouTubers. I love people taking other people's content, transforming it, giving their own opinion, uh, reacting. Well, not really reacting to it, I guess. Like reacting in the sense of like, not just being like, oh my God, that was crazy. Well, see you next week, guys. I'm talking about like when somebody takes a video, chops it up, gives multiple points, dissects it, makes fun of it. I, I love it. I'll eat that shit up 
uh, eight days a week, you know, give me that breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm good to go. But anyways, Brendan Schaub, who does this on podcast, who will use Instagram videos or articles or YouTube videos or, you know, uh, UFC fights, uh, NBA shit, whatever it is, he uses fair use uh, to his advantage to make money on his 17 podcasts. But now he is like striking down videos and he is, you know, threatening and false flagging all these YouTube channels. And I just like, man, nobody really likes this guy. I forgot to mention, he's somewhat of a comedian now as well. He does stand up. Man, if you want a good laugh, go look up any comedian's opinion, like Bill Burr or uh, not Joe Rogan, because that's his homie. But you just see all these like really good comedians like Chris D'Elia or Theo Vaughn, Bobby Lee, um, you know, even Tom Segura, Joey Diaz, you know, really good fucking comedians being like super polite, but saying that like, yeah, it's not for him. He like, the only reason he's around is cause he's, you know, he's sucking off Joe Rogan's fucking elk meat. You know what I mean? He's, uh, you know, he's had a few many, two hits, uh, a few too many hits of DMT if we're being honest here. Uh, and he probably has brain damage. Um, but you know, he steals jokes. He had like a special within a year and a half of doing comedy was like, if you know anything about stand up, that is like speed running stand up. You don't get a special unless you've been doing this shit for like five years or something, right? Probably even longer. I mean, five years at like a high level. And that would even be like, wow, look at this fucking guy, you know? Uh, but yeah, so a lot of people don't like him. People haven't liked him. People make compilation of him mispronouncing words and being stupid. And he's also like a, what's that called? He's like a one-upper. Like, oh yeah, my son went to Harvard. He's like, oh yeah, my son invented Harvard. You know? He went to Cornell. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Fucking Andy Bernard. Yeah, he's like a early early office Andy Bernard. Um, but yeah, he, like if you tell a story, he's going to tell a story that is better. You beat up one dude, I beat up three dudes, and I my hand was broken, so I had to use my non-dominant hand. Um, but yeah, he contradicts himself all the time on these 18 different podcasts, because uh, he talks... Like, for somebody who talks for a living, he's one, stupid, two, bad at talking, and three, just not very funny, and interrupts a lot of the time. Like I said, half of his podcasts are only successful because of the other people on it, whether that be a recurring guest or the co-host, you know, whatever, right? But, um, you know... This dude is, like, going to court and threatening people. And, um, yeah, man, I just couldn't... I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw... And this shit's important because, like, if this dude wins, he's, like, actively shooting himself in the foot. He's gonna make it harder for himself to... Uh, sorry. Uh, he's gonna make it harder for himself to react to shit. To have, you know, stuff on his podcast, you know? A lot of people don't do this the way I do it. I do this all from my brain and some notes because I don't have a very good setup yet. Uh, most people on a podcast have like a producer or a guy behind the chair that pulls up clips or articles or, you know, whatever. Me, I do this shit solo, dolo. Um, that might change in the future. You know, we're only we're only 20 episodes in, you know, 23. But yeah, it's not a lot. And uh, I'm learning more and more each time. I feel like more and more uh, uh, that I do this, I get more comfortable on the mic. Uh, I feel like it's easier to talk, uh, not get, you know, I used to get scared like halfway through, like I was drowning, but, um, yeah, it just makes me nervous when this shit happens. And also sad to be like, bro, imagine having millions of dollars. Like this dude is super well off. He's successful. He always has like, you know, 
I don't want to shit anybody because like shit on anybody too much. Because like if I get famous, right, if I get wealthy, right, I hate saying the word famous. Like if I become successful, right, I've wanted a pair of Red Octobers since I was a kid. If you don't know what Red Octobers are, they are uh, Kanye West, like one of his first shoes. And I think they go for like five grand to like, you know, almost 10 grand, maybe somewhere between five and 10 grand. I'd buy a pair if I was really successful. 100%. I've wanted them since I was a kid. I'd fucking buy two pairs so I can wear one and then keep the other ones, right? Regardless. But he's always got these fancy shoes. He's always bragging about his cars. You know, he, he like, kind of cheats on his wife and, you know, <laughs> whatever, right? I'm not here to judge. But it's like, I couldn't imagine being that high up, being that successful, uh, you know, having that many, you know, different projects going on and having different fan bases and then still feel the need to, like, strike down videos that I'm like, oh, I don't like that. That's, no, I don't like that. You know, there's a difference between, like, slander and then just people, like, having their own opinion about you and sharing it. And, um, yeah, I think the more you, it's like, uh, the same thing with, like, uh, with Pokimane. Fuck her. I don't like that bitch either. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but whatever. She's fucking annoying. She always fucking, you know, false flags people and she's had copyright issues She's done fucked up shit, but, oh, somebody harasses her, and it's like, oh, she's the most harassed person ever. Like, I fucking hate these people that are at the top of the, of the fucking, you know, entertainment, air quotes, entertainment industry, and fucking feel the need to punch down. Like, you're a pussy if you punch down, all right? You're a fucking, I don't know, I can't respect that. You either punch to somebody who can punch back, or you punch up. You know, David and Goliath, it's not fucking... Imagine how shitty that would be if it was Goliath versus David and fucking Goliath just like stomps the shit out of David in front of everybody, you know? It's like fucking picking on a dude in a wheelchair. It's like imagine like squaring off with like Stephen Hawking. Like, yeah, you'll probably win, but you look like a complete douchebag, you know? And that's what Brendan Schaub's doing, you know? He's punching down, uh, he's self-conscious, uh, especially for somebody who can fight and is massive, I couldn't imagine being that self-conscious, but when you weren't good at fighting and you know, you didn't very, you know, you weren't very successful at that. And then you got like 17 podcasts, but you're not everyone's favorite. You're not very funny. And then you have stand-up comedy, but people don't really like it. And you steal jokes, you know, I'd imagine being that self-conscious too. You know, if, if nothing ever went your way, even though, yeah, it's just, he's like the epitome. Brendan Schaub is what, a, like, if you look up journeyman, it should just be a picture of Brendan Schaub's face. He was a journeyman fighter. He's a journeyman comedian. And he's a journeyman podcaster. Fuck you, Brendan Schaub. Fight me. Fight me, dude. You're 38 and you're like a heavyweight. Um, I'm probably like natural weight class. Probably like a featherweight. If we're being nice, probably middleweight. But I'm short as fuck. I'm like Kevin Gastelum. Yeah, that's like who I identify with. Kevin Gastelum. So Kevin Gastelum versus a heavyweight. Bring it on, bitch. Fuck you, Brandon Schaub. Your podcasts are shit. Your best years were behind you. Because you have CTE. And your brain's only going to get worse. His brain's going to turn into mashed potatoes in like four years. Um, But yeah, fuck you, Brandon Schaub. This is like the first guy I've like called out this aggressively. And he'll never hear this. And if he does, I'd fucking, I'd laugh my ass off, bro. Fuck you, Brandon Get your shit together, bro. Get a bag and fucking tie it up and then take a fucking walk, pal. Take a lap. That's what I would tell Brendan Schaub if he was here right now. I'd tell him, take a lap. Hey, hey, take a lap, you know? <laughs> I don't know what that would do, but 
Fuck him. Maybe he'd scuff his fucking fancy shoes, you know? Um, wow. We're already at 50 minutes. You know what that means. Um, it's uh, time for the weekly recommendations. Now, last week I gave you a little bit of a twofer. This week, you get another twofer. Um, so back-to-back twofers. That's a podcast first. Write it down. Somebody who's taking notes. Um, this week, I don't know if I've done this before. So if I have, if I've given this as a recommendation before, I apologize. But I plan to do like a giant episode or at least a, a fair, you know, big segment on this anime in particular. But I wanted to recommend Naruto. If you've never watched Naruto or you've seen bits and pieces, um... I'll be honest, there's a lot of filler. If you don't know what filler is in anime, the best way I've heard it described, I might have said this on the podcast before, um, but I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about anime, and the best way to describe filler in an anime, imagine you were watching like Breaking Bad, right? And, you know, Heisenberg and Jesse are supposed to be making meth, right? But instead of doing that, they like go out and they play fucking, you know, flag football for the whole episode. So like... The episode before, they murdered some dudes, made some meth, made some money, and then the next episode, they go to a high school and they play, you know, rec league flag football for the whole episode. And then the next episode, it's back to cooking meth and capping motherfuckers, you know, like nothing happened, right? That's what filler is. It's just bullshit that doesn't go along with the story. And it's just like, you like the characters of this show, right? And you're like, yeah, I like the characters. And they're like, you like like the aesthetic and the world building, right? Like, you'd want to see more of it. And you're like, yeah, I like the aesthetic. I want to see more of this universe. Okay, well, here's something these characters would do, and you should watch it. And you're like, this isn't at all what these characters would do. And then the next episode, it doesn't even matter. That's what filler is. Now, Naruto has a lot of filler, especially part one. Uh, Shippuden has filler, but Shippuden filler is a little better. Uh, so Naruto itself has two significant parts. You have Naruto, which is just part one. It's just called Naruto. Then you have Naruto Shippuden. And Naruto Shippuden is after a time skip where they're like go from kids, like 10, 12 years old to like teenagers, right? Um, all together, I think part one has like 500 episodes, maybe something like that, maybe 540, something like that. And then Shippuden has like 900 or something crazy. <laughs> now, I've seen all of part one, including all filler episodes. I've watched every single episode of part one Naruto. It's on Netflix and it's great. Um, and I've seen like half of Shippuden because only half of it is dubbed on Hulu. If you watch anime and you're coming at me for watching dubbed, fucking fight me, bro. Because fuck you, all right? I like listening to it in English. I connect with the characters better when it's in my native language. If I gotta watch sub, I'll watch sub, but I prefer dub. Come at me. I'm a, I'm a fucking dumb American, all right? Fight me. If you don't watch anime, just disregard that. But to keep it short, because I might probably do an episode, Naruto is a great series. It's about ninjas uh, who have superpowers, you know, and shit like that. Um, and I recently started rewatching it just because I got the bug to watch some anime again and uh, I'm scared to try new things so I go back to things that I know and things that I like and I love Naruto I love the characters I love the arcs I love the stupid filler I love the annoying tropes um, and I really love the fights and uh, yeah man even watching Naruto for like the third time now and I mean like watching it in depth 
I still tear up, you know? I still root for the for the main character, even though I know what's going to happen. I still root for the underdogs. I still like the villains. I still get, you know, really into the universe. Like, I watch more videos about Naruto lately than anything, you know, just power scaling this character versus this character, uh, you know, tier lists, all kinds of shit. So, I figured I'd recommend it, because Naruto is a big part of my life. I watched Naruto probably like, like I saw it somewhat growing up as a kid, but I grew up in fucking bumfuck Kentucky, so like you get made fun of for shit like that. Like I got made fun enough for, uh, you know, certain things I'm not going to talk about on the podcast right now, <laughs> but I got bullied a lot growing up and then I got made fun of a lot when I like wanted to rap um, and shit like that, so you know, anime was just like, ah, oh, that's just more ammunition. He, he watches weird Japanese cartoons. Um, so I would see like bits and pieces on like Toonami every now and then, but, um, the most cartoons I watched back then was like Futurama. Uh, but yeah, check out Naruto. It made me want to be a better person. When I watch it, it makes me want to be nicer. Um, it makes me believe in myself. Cause you know, that's Naruto's whole thing. He's going to be Hokage one day and believe it, you know? Um, but yeah, check it out. It's a great show. Uh, so much lore, so many episodes and, uh, I just think it's really good. I think it has a lot of good lessons. There's a lot of good characters. Um, I know people who are really into anime say that Naruto is mid. It's a basic bitch anime. And that might be true. But you know what? It's fucking great. It's a good time. And uh, I really like the aesthetic. Ninjas are cool as fuck. There's a lot of cool characters. A lot of iconic, you know, anime shit. And uh, yeah, if you're looking for like a nice, basic, uh, shonen, you know, anime, check it out. Uh, but yeah, I had to recommend Naruto. If I've done it before, I apologize. But, um, yeah, man, I just, I've been watching it this past week and I just really want more people to watch Naruto. I want more people to get my references when I make them. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, check out Naruto. It's, it's really worth it. Now the second one, this is the, this is the twofer, right? It's the second weekly recommendation. Now this is going to be a little bit of a, uh, it's like a, it's like a, what is it? It's like a pre, I don't know what the fuck to call it. It hasn't come out yet. I'm giving you the scoop. I have an inside, uh, it's like a stock tip, you know? I got an inside on the crypto game, you know? Um, it's not crypto. <laughs> but a good friend of mine, Brett, I've uh, shouted him out on the podcast before for helping me get on uh, iTunes and uh, for giving me feedback and being a great uh, listener and supporter of the podcast. He is making his own podcast and, uh, I went to high school with him. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. We talk about things and life and, you know, pizza, uh, a bunch of stuff, right? He's a good friend of mine. He's going to have a podcast coming out next Monday. It'll be available on everything. Anything you can think of Google, uh, anchor, Spotify, uh, YouTube, I don't know about YouTube, a, a bunch of shit, right? Uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, you know, it's going to be out there. Um, it's called the bullish project. It is a lot different than this. It's going to be probably more structured, uh, <laughs> and whatnot. This is just a random miscellaneous podcast, but his is going to be more about motivation and, uh, self-improvement, things like that. Uh, things that I, I will probably, you know, listen to because I struggle with that. I'm very fucking bad at procrastinating and staying unmotivated. Even though I have a lot of ideas, I don't ever do anything with them. So I'll probably be checking this podcast out myself. 
just so I can maybe get over some hurdles and some humps. But check it out. It's going to be called The Bullish Project. It it debuts on Monday on 314. Uh, like I said, check it out wherever you get your podcasts at. If you get on Spotify, it'll be there. If you get on Apple, it'll be there. You get on Anchor, it'll be there. You get on Google, it'll be there. So check it out. It's my homie Brett. It would mean a lot to me if you guys check it out. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, passing the hour mark. Uh, this is my least favorite part every time because I still feel weird doing this. But uh, like the episode, hit that little heart button on Spotify if you liked it. Share it with somebody if you think it's worth it. Uh, get more people into the podcast. Uh, I'd like to break 20 followers soon. That'd be that'd be dope. Double, double digits. <laughs> um, if you want to get in touch with us with a comment, question, concern, or a riddle, hit us up at justlastweekpodcast at gmail.com. It's all one word, all lowercase, justlastweekpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, follow us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, you know, YouTube, if I ever fucking upload (laughs) the podcast to YouTube. Um, But, yeah, share this with somebody, like it, follow us if you don't follow us. Uh, And, like I said, give us a comment, question, concern, or a riddle. If you know me personally, hit me up on my cell phone, uh, Snapchat, Facebook. Uh, Yeah, hit us up. But as always, I appreciate you guys coming back for another week of me and my ideas and my microphone and my voice. And it's good to hear you and talk to you. And and we'll see you next week. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all. And...